Welcome to the Two Tokens podcast, which is a public project financed by the European Union in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. During these episodes, we will discuss everything token-related. Here, you'll find discussions about topics such as token business models, the underlying technology stack, token governance, but also more mainstream topics such as NFTs. Does this sound interesting to you? Then make sure to keep listening and enjoy. Good morning. Good afternoon, wherever you are. This is Two Tokens Podcast number 36, I think. And it's all about next generation capital. We, we are here in the studio with Marlene. Welcome. Actually, I'm welcome in your studio this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel honored, though. Yeah, no. And it's good to be here again. It's been, what, a year, year and a half since our last next generation capital masterclasses. And we did a lot that year in oh, 2020. We've, d- we've done so much. Yeah. And uh, I'm excited for what is yet to come. Yeah. Can you... Uh, because we last year we sent out a press release, if you recall. It was about uh, phase two funding. Of um, next generation capital. Of next generation capital. Yeah. So I'll summarize what we've done over the over the past year. So we we basically we built a new structure for um, um, startup funding, um, an area at least in the in the Netherlands uh, that is not very much. It's not getting the attention that I think it should get because uh, especially startups in the in the range from really early stage up until their first investments of uh, venture capital private equity, there's not a lot of funding capacity available in the Netherlands. And we should do something about that because we've got so many great universities over here, so, such a good business climate for startups actually to start up and such a good infrastructure to uh, to start your startup over here. But there is no funding and that is really lacking. So that is something we should do something about. So we 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 created this new structure we call it the N Exchange Vertical, where we intend to finance multiple startups at once by using a tokenized um, infrastructure. Uh, so we're actually going to tokenize multiple startups at once and then offer that as one investment proposal to the market. And I'm so super excited about it. I've been working for so long on this, uh, together with the two tokens, Next Gen Capital team, but also together with N Exchange, the regulator, legal advisors. And um, yeah, we're now ready to move into phase two of Next Gen Capital. So super excited that we can launch it over here again at two tokens where it all started. Um, and we should maybe uh, elaborate where it all started because in 2019, Next Gen Capital, that was the reason for doing two tokens, right? That's, that's, that's what you mentioned and that's where we found each other, I think. Um, because we were asked to find alternative finance for small, medium companies and see if tokenization could be an alternative. Yeah. And so that's here we are. Yeah, here we are. And um, but um, so... With next gen capital, we really or next generation capital, we really focus on early stage startups funding. And why? Um, because that is the spot where you can start um, being efficient in organizing the funding structure around companies. Um, later on, this vertical structure can be used for small and medium-sized companies or even large companies or large ventures, large innovations that are out there um, uh, to get to their funding in a more easier, efficient, more democratized uh, way. So 
yeah, maybe we should go through a little bit on what we have done. Because we, uh, two years ago we did a lot of sessions and masterclasses on h- how to structure, how to do your uh, your funding round, you know, how to do program management. What are we going to do in phase two? Because yeah, so t- 2019 was all about building the structure. Um, that means um, that we had to look at it from um, a marketing point of view. Um, sorry, I'm 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 um, I'm saying it's comp- uh, exactly the opposite around. Uh, that it needed to look at from a regulatory point of view, from a legal point of view, but also from technical point of view on how are you actually going to build this. Um, from a finance point of view, from an economical point of view, um, from all those different kinds of angles, we've looked at okay, how would this structure operate in its most efficient way? And together with multiple um, talented uh, people. We basically grouped together on the two tokens platform to to build this what we call first minimum viable product. In finance, there's almost no such thing as a minimum viable product, but a product that would work already now in the current environment. So from there on, we had to take it to the regulator. And that took some time. It took us almost a year to get the regulator approve, uh, approve our model. Um, the good thing is that almost nothing changed to the model. Um, the very good thing is that there's one step where we significantly simplified uh, uh, the legal structure of the model, the governance, um, which I will later on share a lot about, like how, how this is set up. Um, if we go into that right now, we will need a podcast of a couple of hours. Um, so And now we go into phase two, and phase two means all about execution. No. Uh, and for th- for the listeners um, who are new to Two Tokens and Next Gen Capital, uh, we were awarded funding from the European Union React EU uh, to uh, build a phase two of Next Gen Capital and actually bring it to a higher technical uh, TRL level and basically bring it in production. Bring it into production. And the nice thing about um, this is that, that it never, you, you can't, Everything has to be in place to bring it into production. So um, bringing it into production, in our case, means actually financing 30 startups all at once where the investors invest in the vertical of 30 startups but get a direct stake in 30 uh, startups that are in that vertical. Um, You can kind of compare it to a virtual fund or some people compare it to, is it like an ETF? Um, it's not. It's 30 separate investments in 30 underlying startups. Um, but the mechanism, the new technology makes it possible for an investor to get the distribution over those 30 startups. So if I have a startup, I started my company a year ago and I'm here with my team. We are five people. We're doing the Rockefeller habits for the whole nine. You know, we're, we're in the Deloitte Fast 50. How could I participate in a funding round. Okay, a very important player in this new structure is is the program manager. And the program manager um, takes care of the selection of startups, but also the monitoring of startups and the acceleration of those startups. Because if you look at a traditional startup, I think I think the numbers are approximately forty to fifty percent makes it to the fourth 
life year. Life year, life sentence, life year. And um, that is very low. And if and you see that the startups that go to an acceleration program or through a venture building program, that that number increases significantly. So if, for example, if you take startup bootcamps acceleration program, 70% uh, of their startups reach the fourth year life cycle. So that's very important. So you need a good partner that selects and monitors the startups that are going to take, going to participate in the vertical. They also have to determine whether that startup is ready, uh, if, this, if it's uh, according to certain TRL levels or uh, to, investor, uh, to a certain investor readiness levels. And then they are selected to take place in the vertical that they program manage. Um, so once that is done, um, and uh, it's, it's what we see that it is wise to do that according to a certain theme. So um, if uh, a theme could be uh, impact or it could be deep tech or high tech or AI or robotics or whatsoever. Um, because if you, if, you, if you want to offer like a, a strong product to an investor, um, we see that investors generally prefer to invest. So you create a basket things. of companies that are all, in, for instance, in sustainable finance or in agri-tech or whatever. Yes. You know, and that's the theme for yeah. you. So we start with the team, then the program manager selects the startups that can participate in the vertical and then that vertical is offered uh, to the investors. And so to answer your question, if you are a startup that wants to get funded in such a way, then you should basically knock on the door of the startup accelerator because this is a way to get funding for your startup but you do have to participate in the program so of the program. in a way the the startup accelerator in this case for instance startup bootcamp you know that's your first gate to go through if you want to pass the program you have to first pass uh their 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 gate yeah. if you will in our case, yes. Yes, okay. Because we think that's a wise thing to do. Because wh why, why did we choose for this? If you look at... So we wanted to make startup investing or, or really early stage startup investing available for the larger professional investors. If you genuinely look at those larger professional investors, what is the difficulty when they want to um, finance or fund specific areas in where there's a lot of innovation going on, usually at startups. Um, the difficulty is that they don't have the capacity um, to evaluate those startups on their merits. Because it's, it's, an, it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. You have to go to many, many startups to get to pick out the right ones. Uh, but apart from that, there's very specific knowledge uh, needed to be able to evaluate those startups. And, um, and yeah, we see that the accelerators are best at this. This is what they've been doing for years. So the capacity and the knowledge that the, st that the startup accelerators and the venture builders, I should say, have at in this specific domain to go to all those startups and select the right ones, because to get to 30 startups, you need to see hundreds, if not thousands of startups before you have that selection. Um, so that is one. And then two is um, you also need a, a certain, um, like for a, a professional investor to invest only, I don't know, 100,000 or 200,000 or, or maybe even a million. It's way too low for them to be able to allocate all the time and effort that they need to do to make such, a, such an investment. So you need to reach a certain level um, of um, a total investment size 
that makes it attractive for the professional investor. So now I have my startup, right? So yeah. my dad, my granddad, my uncle, you know, they all invested as some friends and I'm two years around and then, you know, startup bootcamp decides that I'm past the gate. So I become part of the program. What happens to those friends and family investors that are already vested in my startup? Yeah, well, then probably they made a good, uh, a good, a good. They did well by just participating even earlier stage on. Uh, but what we do is um, we do have a model as to how this startup gets funded towards the future, meaning that all the investor um, investors are treated. Um, um, uh, equally according to what the program manager decided. So that could mean that all the investors have the same um, options, but also the same um, rights, uh, that the startups are structured in a certain way that they can execute those rights if they need to. Um, but on the contrary, there are also a lot of options and rights for the for the founders. Because what we don't want is that those founders are locked in and can never exec exit this model uh, towards the future or when a corporate investor for example comes or when a private equity investor comes when they've passed that critical death valley of death then they should have their options as well so meaning that you that you look at uh, good tagalongs but also at good dragalongs for example for for those startups in the way you structure them so, so you, you want to protect the the founders you right? want to protect yeah. the founders but you also very importantly want to protect the investors and what you tend to see with startups especially when they get into the vc type of space or into the, the 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 larger investors then they need to give away like um, all kinds of shareholder uh, agreements all kinds of rights which sometimes makes it impossible for the startups to get adequate funding towards the future so what we ask from the startups to participate in the program is protection for the investor but at the contrary also um, a more equal treater, treatment of all the investors that so are in a way uh, you're democratizing venture capital here um, in a way we are yes so um, so uh, coming back to your startup where your friends and, fam and family uh, participated could even be a small business angel or whatsoever we do ask to um, to merge into the the, the new set of rules, the new set of governance um, uh, as to how we acquire funding for this startup. And to be sure, um, because I don't know how the setup uh, of next-gen capital companies are going to be, and I'm sure we're going to spend a lot of time in masterclasses explaining all that, but um, basically what we're asking this particular startup to do is merge into a, a different holding structure um, yeah, it could either merge into a different structure or um, change their existing uh, corporate documentation to the new structure. That's also a possibility. In some cases, that's easier. And for that, you need the uh, approval of the existing shareholders. Um, but um, we really took care that it's, it's, it's really for the good of the company. Otherwise, they would never do, they won't take that step. On the contrary, they know once they do that, and certain capital will flow in again for a longer period of time. So, um, so and so then you have thirty of my startup companies in your basket, yeah. right? And you get tokens or shares or tokens. You yeah, know, you what, get what, tokens, yeah, security yeah, for tokens for every startup, but also for the basket. So, technically, um, 
technically we have 31 tokens. And 31 tokens are linked to um, 30 startups. And the 31st token is the, uh, represents the basket of those 30 tokens. So that's from a technical um, representation how it works. From a financial representation, every token represents one ISIN number. You know when you trade a company publicly, then you get an ISIN number. Uh, all these companies will be security tokens who are listed to a security token market and where they have an ISIN number as well on which they are traded. So financially, every startup has their own ISIN number, their own security token, which is linked to an ISIN number. And then there will be, and this is, is probably new for the market, then there will also be a 31st IS, um, ISIN number that represents the basket. Meaning, if you trade the 31st ISIN number, you trade the basket. If you trade one of the 30 ISIN numbers, you only trade the single companies. So I can spread my risk. In when you buy the basket, you spread your risk. Yeah. When you only buy one company, you basically are allocated towards that own company, one company. So it should be said that uh, Marlene is, of course, the captain of this use case, and NextGen Capital is, you know, um, a two tokens initiative. But really, you know, NExchange is doing it already. Mm -hmm. Uh, but there's, of course, other parties involved here, right? Can you want to elaborate on some of the people that are in the group? And are we looking for for uh, new people in phase two development? You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. That's what I so much. Uh, that, uh, that's what I really like about two tokens is that you don't do it on your own, um, and that you spread your knowledge towards representatives from the whole market. Could be it could be. Legal advisor, technical, it could even be competitors. Uh, it, it could be anyone who can join the two tokens group to make this product to an absolute killer model, a good model. So um, in our case, with the first rounds, the legal and, 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 uh, um, and the regulatory part was picked up with uh, multiple lawyers, but uh, CMS lawyers, um, our own lawyer, uh, FM Law, uh, um, also was involved a lot. Um, um, Kleber lawyers, whoops. Um, uh, they were all involved in the whole legal regulatory part and of course the AFM. And then on the technical part, multiple uh, parties were involved as well. Um, our software developers, but also developers from, from Dusk Network, for example. Um, 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 uh, the, the Rotterdam, um, uh, the Aris, uh, Erasmus. Um, University, yeah. University yeah. was involved with, with, with thinking on how the economical model behind it should work. So that was super exciting. It was also very exciting for me because you, s you get so much knowledge and it improved the, m the model. Oh, um, um, I should not forget the Share Council, of course, that also was involved. You get so much knowledge in one place and that really significantly improves the model. So for phase two, I'm super excited as well because we're starting off... Now we're going back to the to the drawing table again. Uh, whereas in phase one we only had one table, um, and then later on we had uh, in more more smaller groups of people uh, regular sessions. But now we would like to make that broader again. So we're heading towards the first f uh, five masterclasses, uh, which are starting in. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, in May, uh, everybody will get all the emails and all the invites about it, um, where we are going to do the actual 
next level work for the next gen capital uh, on two tokens and on exchange. Um, how is this working? Uh, five working groups, uh, five topics where people can really follow a masterclass where we will invite really specialists out of the market. Could be competitors, could be legal advisors, could be technical advisors, etc. that you can join, that everybody who is, is a member of two tokens can join and, and really benefit from what we've learned so far, but also where hopefully they can contribute can contribute to make the, the next level model better. Um, so super exciting for that. And that, of course, at the end of the year, we will revert back with this is the actual outcome. This is how we go live because we plan to go live with the vertical by the end of this year. Um, yeah. Yeah. How can you not be excited about this? I'm I hope that this sort of uh, well, and, and what's good to know is that Two Tokens is a public initiative, but y you're doing it already. And what should also be interesting to learn this year is how this works in Europe, right? How are the different initiatives in Europe? You know, we're trading, of course, here in Amsterdam because you know we're the center of Europe. But yeah. <clears throat> but uh, how can we trade in Paris? How can we trade? You know, those are interesting questions to ask is do you see that uh, you know panning out in the year in the future you know, because yeah because these are security uh, tokens and, and, uh, and the model is set up uh, for these tokens to be able to be traded on any securities tokenized securities exchange that's out there currently and exchange is the first one there is no other security token exchange that is allowed to trade security tokens uh, publicly. And is there a European organization clearing all of that? Of course, um, because uh, the way the regulator looks at it is it's uh, an exchange in the eyes of the regulator is a security exchange. And our technological platform makes it ready uh, for security tokens. But we need to comply and adhere to the uh, European securities law, which is... Um, um, is 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 um, basically a European regulation. Uh, we've got our regulated market permit for it, for our uh, multilateral trading facility permit for it, our brokerages licenses for it. But you see that the landscape is changing. That the next runner-ups are also getting out there in that space to be able to offer a secondary market in security tokens in the future. They will get there for sure. And by the time they are there, then you can actually move your tokens from one market to the other. So, yeah, it's it's kind of we are a bit ahead of time in the Netherlands. Um, how, about, how about Europe? Yeah, we are we are a bit ahead of time, I think, uh, at least in the Netherlands compared to other European countries, maybe even worldwide. Um, but that doesn't mean that the others are not getting there. I always said it will take about ten years for our competitors to to get to that uh, get get to that point when we got our first license in 2016. Well, that means that in 2026 probably we will be doing this as if we've never done it before. So that's that's quick already. I realize that that's in four years' time, but in four years a lot can happen. So yeah, great. And so last question: How is this going to make the you know? How is going to be you know, like tokenization of funding? How is going to do this good for the world? Well, it's 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 super interesting because we are already in the tryout mode, right? On an exchange, we are already doing this. So the startup vertical is re that's really really next level. But we are, what we are currently already doing is we are funding uh, a program of ninety startups of startup bootcamp currently. It's it, the setup of that structure is different towards the startup vertical. But what is so special about this is that we have two buckets of investors now. 
we have the um, professional investors of 100k plus, uh, or we should call, call them accredited inv investors that participate in funding this program. And we have smaller investors who can invest from 100 euros on in that bucket. And the funny thing is, without almost no marketing, we see that these smaller that there's a huge interest from the smaller investors to invest in this new type of asset class, startups. Um, and they are coming in every day. Every day we see new accounts open, opened up, people taking positions between zero, well, 100 and 5,000 euros in that bucket of 90 startups of Startup Bootcamp, the Bolt Action program. So um, I think that's a huge game changer. One is because you get those new small investors in the market, you will get more liquidity in an asset class that is not per definite very liquid. But the more investors you get in, the more liquidity you will get. So I think that is, that is very important. And there's also less... Um, there's... <laughs> yeah, you, if you democratize um, 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 yeah, investments, then you, um, you have more shareholders and you have less risks towards that one big potential investor, but it's more spread it out now on your community of investors, which is in certain cases very good for the startups because then they, um, yeah, they, they have different type of audience investor audience that they are used to talk to um, which sometimes is to the best intent of the of the company itself of the venture itself well great thank you for today's uh, session you know i really look forward to uh, to those master classes you know it was a lot of fun and we learned a lot yeah there's so much to come so i think by the time we will we will um you know, take this live then uh, hopefully our link to the subscription of the master classes is ready so i hope that everybody subscribes positions are limited i think that we can um, not allow more than 25 30 spots per topic of master class so make sure that you are there quickly um, because otherwise uh, yeah uh, you will lose your spot. Well, <laughs> yeah, and it should be said, you know, we're post-corona, post-COVID, and yeah. it would be nice to have those masterclasses in person. It, it will be an in-person masterclass yeah, yeah. because there always is a different dynamic, a different atmosphere if you are all in the same room and if you have more time to really, really dive into something and, and not, are not limited to an hour where you can do this online or something like that. So this will, it will be masterclasses of a couple of hours. It is a couple of hours of your time, but you will be, yeah, yeah, you will get such an enormous amount of energy out of it. So I, I'm, yeah, I'm personally looking forward to it. And yeah, let's see who wants to join. Excited? Are you joining? Of course, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, always, always there. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much, and uh, you know, be sure to stay tuned for the for the next podcast and uh, for the next gen capital masterclasses. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. That was it for today's podcast. Thank you for listening in and please subscribe so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find our contact details at www.twotokens.org.